Welcome, everybody, to another episode of FYC Film Review. I'm your host, Ghani, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Satan. Just kidding. What? It's the Null Dog. What? <laughs> What's happening? What's up, man? How's it going? Oh, I'm doing well, buddy. How are you? I, I'm okay, I, I suppose. Uh, I'm a little shaken up by this movie, but I'm okay. I'm doing well, so... I'm I'm glad I uh, this one put me into a Sleeping Beauty esque slumber many times over. Uh, you're in for a treat this this week, folks. What do we have? <laughs> what do we watch? Oh my gosh! Well, we went back to the '80s. We went back to the '80s, we and we 80s. dug up. We went to 1985, and we dug up this movie. Uh, this Ridley Scott, directed by Ridley Scott legend and it's one of those movies that it's it's an adventure fantasy round movie and it's something that the 80s produced a lot and i know this movie has a cult following have you did you see this as a kid i don't recall seeing it but i feel like i you're on the right track like never ending story and willow and all these like i i saw them i I feel like i saw them this might have been too dark maybe i didn't catch this one yeah, I, I recall seeing this, but I never really understood the concept or the meaning behind everything. So what I do remember is, is in, like your background, the Dark Lord. He's never really called Satan. They just call him the Dark Lord, darkness. but he's implied. Just darkness. That, just darkness, right? He's just darkness. Yeah. Just to counteract darkness. the light and love. And Oh, my stuff. gosh. Yeah, so I, I remember watching this movie. I never got it I, I remember the characters i remember satan and uh just a bunch of different goblins and and freaks and all that stuff but now watching it now as a 40 year old guy i understood it i totally understood the movie that doesn't mean that the movie was great it just means i understood it better so <laughs> uh well being this is my first recollection of watching this film from start to finish i'm gonna say that um it, it's an incoherent mess. I, I didn't understand what was going on. That halfway through the movie, I was kind of like, huh? Like, I, I don't, I was trying to grasp and, and latch on to like the story, but it's so basic that they don't really elaborate on anything or anyone at any given point in the movie. And so you're, I felt left with this, like, who is Jack? Like, who is Lily? What, you know, do they have any backstory? They don't. They don't have any backstory. Jack, Jacko the Green is his, Green is his real name. Jacko the Green. He lives in the forest, played by Tom Cruise. He's, they give him a last name? Yeah, his name is Jacko the Green. Hmm. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He lives in the forest with the animals. So that's what he does. He lives yes. in the forest with the animals. And in the beginning, it tells you that only the purest of hearts um, can get close to the unicorns. And the unicorns are what has the light. And if the lights go out, uh, then the whole world is destroyed. It's kind of like lost, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, so that's the concept. And and it's these unicorns are like the main attraction in this because they they're they have they have the light that that holds pureness and goodness and all that stuff. So uh so just get ready for that kind of stuff. I I, I know there's a lot of people that like this though. So before we we really start digging into this movie and and probably just crapping all over it. I just want to apologize first and foremost because uh, we're probably going to stomp on a lot of people's uh, childhood and dreams and fantasy. Yeah, 
I'm not going to apologize for it because what we have discovered in <laughs> on this show is that we tend to romanticize things that we saw in the past without yeah. looking at them at a lens of like, imagine your parents, you dragging your parents to go see this film. You're so excited. And then this is what they watch. I mean, I, I would be flabbergasted if my kids wanted to see something like this and trying to get behind it. Like I, it's a struggle for me. And I, I want to challenge people who do love this as a cult volume to tell me why, because I didn't get it. I guess I didn't, you get didn't it. get it at all. I mean, I mean, it was kind of a fairly simple concept. No, you, that's the point is like, I, I don't get the, I guess I don't get the love for it. The, the you know, the yeah. cult following of it. Um, I get it. It's Tim Curry. It's Tom Cruise. Um, you know, shout out to Mia Sarah, who was, you know, huge in the eighties, you know, as well. But yep. I, I don't know. The makeup's fantastic, but I, I, the first thing I, I forgot this was Ridley Scott. I yeah. don't know how you go from Alien to Blade Runner to Legend. Like it, this is a mess. And like, I'll start with just you know financials. They spent twenty four million dollars making this movie, and it didn't make it back. You know, they, yeah. it was it was a a huge mess. Fun fact. Did you know that there is a director's cut apparently that's almost an hour longer that apparently is really good? I heard about that. Yeah. Keep going. I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I just don't know. Maybe that's where all the story is. That's my problem with this is like, it is too simple. And I just don't know, like where, what is this supposed to be a really like a kid's <laughs> film or is this supposed to be like more of a engage an older audience fantasy type film? Because they, there are good ones out there. This just wasn't one for me. Yeah. Okay. Just to piggyback on what you said about the director's cut, there's actually three versions, I believe, of mm. this movie. So originally, there was this cut that was longer. It was supposed to be like 120 minutes, and they showed it to a test audience, and the audience hated it. And originally, that that movie had Jerry Goldsmith's score, which was romanticized. So from what I read, the test audience didn't like it at all. Ridley Scott went back, edited it, and that's when he brought in the amazing tangerine dream which i'm saying amazing trying to be funny but a lot of people think they're amazing there's three versions the tangerine dream the jerry goldsmith and the director's cut okay. what we saw you and i saw was the theatrical, theatrical. cut which mm-hmm. was only about what's only nine minutes so hey that wasn't too bad no. that wasn't too bad I, I thought that was fine um but it it really it really took me to a place that i did not want to go <laughs> i didn't want to go but but i went there i survived and uh yeah i mean tom has never acted better so you know. <laughs> he looks so confused in this didn't he yeah yeah it um I, I read some stuff too that you know he for a long time he hated the theatrical version so much that for a long time he wouldn't even talk about it with people like, oh really they, is that ask right? him okay. about it and he didn't want to talk about that movie or this movie whatever movie like we watched i guess i i'd be interested to see and i think that's a fun fact you should note that the jerry goldsmith thing like he's a great composer like he's yeah, a really he famous composer um to just completely cut it and and switch this i don't know again i i'm i'm lost because you have ridley scott who's just made these really really great films to to sit back and listen to the test audience in this situation on something as big as like the score of a film and completely switch directions and go, I'm not saying Tangerine Dream is bad. It just, it felt weird. Like it felt disjointed. It was almost like you could tell things went bad in this, putting this movie together. Sure. But I think Tangerine Dream brings something to this movie. I, I, I know you're rolling your eyes, but 
that soundtrack they're they're a german band and they okay. bring this this synthesizer these these 80s type of this feeling of listen i've never been to a fantasy realm like this but if i ever went to a fantasy realm like this i would think that the tangerine score this music that's what would be in it okay. and so i think it works i do i'm i really think it works so i i'm gonna give it props to tangerine dream okay. because of that so i i i can't say it doesn't work it just felt weird it, yeah. it all felt weird. I think there were moments too that I could actually hear some of the Jerry Goldsmith, like maybe towards the end at the, some of the um, like, you know, the really like height of the action, of, you know, when Jack is facing off against darkness, could they not have come up with a better name? So let me ask, and I couldn't okay. find a lot on the the writer. Was he an author? And this was like a book that got turned into a movie because he wrote the screenplay with Ridley Scott. He did. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was a book before a lot of screenplays after this, like he had like three movies and that was all he did. And maybe that's because this one's not so hot, but yeah. Um, I don't know. I I mean, but it, uh, it it has such a big following Hmm? and I, I kind of get it because listen, I saw never ending story not too long ago, again, Hmm? as an adult, and that movie's awful. It is awful. See, you say that now, Right, but you haven't rewatched it. I have, I have. You have, okay. Yeah, I still like it, but it's I get maybe meat. that's this. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is yeah. So, Never Ending Story is you know, this is your legend or Never Ending Story. Yeah, yeah, and that that could very well be. And you know, I think probably people who find this you know a cult classic like Labyrinth, you need to go back and watch those things. Like, they're definitely eighties. You, you can feel the eighties in in these <laughs> movies. Time. Um, yeah crawl and uh, dune and all these movies like you can sense that they're 80s i will say this the practical and special effects in this were very strong like yeah extremely strong tim curry while he's great is awesome as darkness but his makeup more than anything like that that figure like it's it's elegant it's it's a it's something i would watch in a movie now and still be like damn that's a really good job that they did with this makeup so there are obviously good qualities to it it just man i i don't know and it's so bad i can't even think about watching an extra hour now even though i want to see like what happened in the director's cut because maybe there is a better story here but yeah it's it's weird i mean just even right off the bat where uh jack tom cruise meets lily and they're i i guess they're making out and i don't know if it implies that they they make love or not because they Mm -hmm. show the sky and he takes her to go see the unicorns. And he's like, you can only see the unicorns. You can't touch them. And she, you know, she, she goes out and, and touches them. And she goes, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. And he just kind of gives up and walks away. If, if it's, such a, it's such a big deal, right? It's such a big mm-hmm. deal that you can't touch these unicorns. You can't get close to them because, you know, the world will explode. He just says no. And he looks at her and he's like, ah, whatever. Do whatever you want to do. And he just walks away. I don't know. I mean, we don't know Jack's intentions. We don't know who Jack is. We don't know where Jack came from. Why is he, he in the lives forest? in the what forest? What does that mean, though? He talks to the animals. He's like the Lorax. He talks to the tree. Okay. And he's like some weird newt, like Peter Pan loving, you know, I, it's, it's just odd. And it's funny because I, I, I read some stuff online and I, this is not a fun fact because nothing's been confirmed, but it's, this movie looks just like Legend of Zelda for Nintendo. It looks just like Legend yes. of Zelda. Yes. And it came out, I think a year before Legend of Zelda mm-hmm. came out, a year mm-hmm. or two, but it's, it's the same thing. You know, Legend is called Legend, Legend of Zelda. It's got fairies. Mm-hmm. It's got Jack who looks like Link. 
Um, you got the fairies, you got the elves and everything. Mm -hmm. So it's never been confirmed. That's why I don't want to say it's a fun fact, but I think it's so funny or it's, it, maybe it's such a huge coincidence that this movie just feels just like Legend of Zelda. And it was, it, there's, you know, light rumors, obviously. It's not that it's a complete derivative of, of Legend, but that he actually did draw inspiration for Legend of Zelda from this movie. So yeah. I, I did read the same thing. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and you're right. It, it definitely has that feel. Link's a better name. I like Link too, not Jack of the Green. Where's that movie? <laughs> Why isn't there a Legend of Zelda movie? I've been waiting forever. Uh, I feel like yeah. it could work. I've been waiting forever. Yeah, so then... What happens is uh, she touches Lily, Lily, the, the gal. She touches yes. the unicorns. Mia Sarah. The, the Satan's goblins, the Dark Lord goblins come up and they, they kill one of the unicorns. They break the horn and the world freezes over, basically. And Jack finds these elves who also protect the forest. And we got Honey Thorn Gump, who's in my background, who is just one of the weirdest characters in movie history. And they basically tell him, hey, Jack, you need to go and be the champion and go just get this unicorn horn back and save the world from Satan, from the Dark Lord, so the light can be brought back to the unicorns. That's You're it. the best around. Nothing's going <laughs> to ever keep you down, Jack, um, <laughs> even when you put on your armor and still don't have pants. But, you know, at least your top half is protected. Yeah, like Link. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always assume Link had tights on. Um, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's where I get kind of bored in, you know, like in the middle of the movie when he's on the adventure with the, what is, what is this gentleman behind you? Is he a fairy? Is he a, he's an elf. He, he's, he's an elf. An elf. Okay. He's yeah. An elf. <laughs> I, they, they lost me there. You know, it's, okay. a lot of, it's a lot of those characters and not a lot of Jack and okay. I they didn't give Jack a lot to deal with. Like just the characters for me in this are, are rough. I, I think I think Mia Sarah is fantastic. Like the the scene where she's actually with Satan, like yeah. Satan, darkness, like you know where he's like transforming her and trying to like manipulate, seducing her, like, her through yeah. dance. Yeah, great like interaction, Metaphor. great yeah. scene, great you know. Yeah, I, I I like that aspect of it. Um, fun fact about Mia Sarah, mm. um, she was married to Sean Connery's son at one point. That was her first husband. Okay. Um, I thought we were going to say some Richard Sean Connery. I was like, whoa. No, no. I mean, this fun fact for what's to come, folks. So stay tuned. But <laughs> her second husband is actually the son of Jim Henson. So she's married to Brian Henson, who's Jim Henson's son. Oh, interesting. So, That's a good fun fact. Yeah. That was I like that. I love it. Mia, Mia Sarah. I don't really know her from Ferris Bueller. Day yeah. Off. Yeah. That's it. So. Cop. Yeah. 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 I have another fun fact because fun facts are fun when we have legend. Uh, fun fact. The guy behind me. Honeythorn Gump was played by David Bennett. And I don't know if you were, saw him uh, throughout the movie, his lines. His lines were all dubbed. That wasn't really him uh, speaking. So huh. originally, he's got a pretty big German accent. And unfortunately, really, Scott didn't think he, it, it worked for the audience. So what they did, they, they had this uh, Alice, Alice Payton, who also played Blix or Bricks, the mm -hmm. goblin, mm -hmm. right? So they she dubbed his lines. So when you hear him speak, it's actually her because huh. his original voice um, had a German accent and okay. really Scott didn't think it was going to work for the American audience. Nobody would ever believe that an elf is German. Yeah. yeah. Fun yeah. fact. Fun fact. Link might be German. Link, I don't know. We don't know. Link's, I don't think Link's German. But Legolas? No? None of them? Huh. Maybe Legolas, right? Actually, Dutch? Again, dub, dubbed 
great. Like didn't really notice, you know, yeah. it, it, they synced it up really well. Like that takes, you know, some good voice acting and, and good direction. So yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give them props there. That's, that's good. Okay. All right. Um, uh, any bad worst lines for you? You want to get, get to this segment now? Worst yeah, lines? If I could go back to where Tom gets his um, awesome bottle cap, uh armor which fun fact those are literally made out of smashed bottle caps like his no yeah they they really are um (laughs) and no pants he he slays the uh the swamp creature and he instantly looks up away from the camera and says i did it i did it like (laughs) it just man it was it was so like I don't know what he was trying to convey. Like he was shocked, I guess, that he actually did slay the swamp creature, but it just was so, it was weird in the direction. It was weird in the delivery. It was just like, I did it with my soul. I love it. Like, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I did it. I did it. Okay. That's good. That's good yeah. stuff. Okay. Um, I have a bad line. I actually have several bad lines, but I'm going to yeah. go with my main one. Um, and it's more of a song. So it's, it's the whole song at the end. Uh, called love by the sun so if you hear it uh it's by tangerine dream mm-hmm. and it's called love by the sun and it, when i first heard it the i watched this twice by the way i saw it twice the first time go around i saw it with my wife and this this song came on and we looked at each other and we we're like what the hell is this crap right and it's so bad and it's so bad that i eventually just started kind of just singing it to myself throughout the day and so I rewatched it again and I, I'm not going to, I can't sing it because I don't want to get any copyright issues with YouTube uh, yeah. here. Right. right. Um, but if you guys, if, if you just go, go Google this, go YouTube, uh, Tangerine Dream, Love by the Sun, listen to it, close your eyes and just listen to it. It is so bad that it is so good. That don't make no sense. And for the last three days, I cannot get it out of my head. So my bad line to you guys is Love by the Sun by Tangerine Dream. I thought you were actually going to give me a line from the song. No, it's the whole song itself. (laughs) It's the the whole line. It's the whole song itself. It's the whole song itself. Yes. There's like a, there's a line in the song that always like snaps me out of the song because it like (laughs) doesn't fit like, you know, they talk, I can't even. (laughs) Legends are now and forever. Something uh, like that, but yeah. like, you know, it just doesn't flow. And you're like, I know what you're trying to convey. I understand why the song is what it is. I just for goodness sake, it's yes, really that's bad. it. That's it. It's the, it's the for goodness for sake. For goodness sake. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's delivered very weird. And yeah, uh, good call out. That's that definitely is a bad line. It's a, it's it's just it's so bad, but it's so good. It's pretty you, jarring to be woken up by that when you fall asleep watching it in your first go around <laughs> and that song comes on, you're like, Oh my god, am I in a nightmare? Yeah, so that, that's that's my bad line for this movie. Yeah. Um, uh, do you want to go to the end? Yeah, the, the epic battle between Darkness and Jack. And, and Jack of the Green. The plot of um, getting, I guess, sunshine is his, is his only weakness. So getting the sun the to, light. to divert into hell, I guess, his dungeon. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, it's... <laughs> It's so long and drawn out. They spent so much time trying to get these plates in, in position. Yeah. That they finally have to give the pixie something to do to wake up the other guy that's in the, the party to have him <laughs> hold up the dish too. It was just like, 
they need they all needed something to do while tom was swinging the sword against darkness against darkness yeah Yeah. get and darkness gets defeated uh of course and then that's when we got the sweeping song by tangerine dream uh, it's like blown out by sunshine i didn't realize the sun was that powerful he just like it just like like blows him out an airlock yeah love by the sun man love by the sun oh if you're loved by the sun you will stamp out the darkness Right, and then the light will go back into oh the unicorns. Now, do you get it? It makes it makes sense. So good. It's wonderful. I had no idea. Yeah. It's like the ultimate good versus evil movie that you don't need to watch. No. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to say you don't need to watch it. All right. Okay, you know what? Let, let's rate it. Let, let's get to the rating now. Do, do we uh, just get in there? Let, let's just get in. Get there. down and Let, dirty with the unicorns. Let's get down it easy. Let's get down and dirty with the unicorns. <laughs> All right, well, let's rate it. Uh, let's go with a rating of unicorns, one to five. One unicorn being just awful darkness, and five unicorns just uh, the light is shining bright on us. So, uh, who wants to go first? Do you want me to go first? I'm gonna let you go first. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> put the pressure on you. Okay. Again, I saw this movie twice. I'd never seen it as a kid. I mean, I saw it as a kid, but I never understood it. And now watching it as a 40-year-old, I, I understood the whole concept. It is not a great movie by any any means, but I understand why this could mean a lot to people, especially being in the 80s and having this fantasy quality that only the 80s could produce and Tangerine Dream coming in with their score and their music. Um, I'm going to give this a... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give this, I'm going to give this two and a half unicorns. Wow. I know, I know. Whoa, that's I, more I, unicorns than there are in the movie. <laughs> Come on. It's two and a half unicorns. I, I'm, I'm getting a soft spot for it. I don't think it's a great movie, but there's a soft spot in this, in this heart of mind for this movie. So the, the costumes, the, 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 the scenery, it's just so magical that we never really get that anymore. So I'm going to hold on to that. It's not a good movie. It's a two and a half. Listen to Love by the Sun. I'm out. That's I it. feel like that song has got Stockholm on you so much it that does. you gave this way too many unicorns. Um, <laughs> I I want, I, I really want to, to say something positive about this. And I guess other than like technically it looks pretty right the 80s for um the kid and mean for liking the fantasy stuff uh, i i enjoy the you know the makeup and and the characters um for it being a complete and utter conf- like lack of story i just i i can't get behind this movie like i'm gonna give it a unicorn and a half wow um, Wow, one and a half unicorns, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, and I mean, I'm really just giving it a half because I, I, I appreciated the ending. Okay. Um, otherwise, I'd, I'd tear it down even more. <laughs> honestly, like the ending where you get a lot of Tim Curry and, and darkness, and you get a little more Mia Sarah and, yeah. and their interaction, like made it a little more enjoyable. And then you can just like whatever Tom will save the day. But yeah, I, I struggled with this one, man. For a 90 minute movie, that's tough. I mean. <laughs> It's, it's, it's actually like 86 minutes to be yeah. exact yeah but, yeah okay yeah I, all right i can do it um and maybe right. because unicorns don't exist in this world we are in darkness so they and, don't you know, yeah they don't they don't right they don't. no well it's not right. a unicorn right that's the closest thing we got <laughs> yeah. let's wrap it up there's no light in this just wrap it up man there's there no, is the no light gone. in this man 
that is Legend. We should have chose Willow. I'm sorry that um, we bashed your favorite childhood film if this was it. Um, I apologize. You can come at me as hard as you want and at my childhood, never ending story. So <laughs> yeah, but that's all we've got to say about this one. We will, um, this is our second Tom Cruise movie. So uh, yeah. we'll, we'll have to come back with an, a better Tom Cruise movie for, for a guy who's on our Mount Rushmore. We did not pick one that uh, was, was the highest yeah. level of, of Tom Cruise. That we it wasn't. Back, so. It's okay. It's all right. But that's all right. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us guys and gals and <laughs> Satan. Uh, we, we are at FYC Film Review. I've been your host, Gagne. With me as always, my partner, Graham the Dog. See you guys later. Until next time. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs> Bye.